Hello and welcome. Happy to have you here with us. We have a great guest, Dr. Melissa, who's going to talk with us about our confidence, core confidence. Have you ever lacked confidence? I bet you have. We all have at one time or another where we are just sorely just not getting it together to be our best selves with other people or in situations. Well, Dr. Melissa is going to be able to tell us a secret sauce for us to be able to be at our very best in any situation. So you want to stay tuned for Dr. Melissa to be with us. I'm Tracy Lynn Cox, and I'm the host of Insight Interview, brought to you by Vibrational Change from Victim to Victor. Now, Dr. Melissa lives in Denver, Colorado area, and she is a psychotherapist, and she has over 10 plus years of experience dealing with anxiety issues and people who have uh, lack of confidence, and she has developed a system through her coursework and through her years of experience that she's going to bring to us today. So without any further ado, I'm going to have Melissa join us, Dr. Melissa join us and tell us her story. Now, she has an experience of passion and purpose that she's brought to us, and Melissa, now take us into your story about how you got to this point. Yes, thanks. First, let me thank you, Tracy, for doing the interview today. It's so nice to be here. Um, you know, I started on this journey over 10 years ago. I graduated with my doctorate in clinical psychology, and I feel like sometimes your specialties or you develop your expertise over time. It's definitely a journey. When I graduated, I couldn't have looked 10 years in the future and thought I would be doing this. Part of why I feel like confidence has become an area I've specialized in is because I've dealt with this on my own personal journey as well. Um, I've definitely, there's different times throughout my life that I could look at what are the ways that I want to work on my own confidence personally, professionally, after becoming a parent, that's a whole nother, you know, so there's a whole lot of areas, you know, one trend I've seen is that some people can be really confident in one area of their life, but then maybe, for example, maybe career academic wise, but then maybe in relationships or body image, they're not, they lack a whole lot of confidence. So there's also different areas of our life um, that sometimes we lack confidence in. Um, so my journey, I would say that this has become my specialty because I've worked a lot on it myself personally with kind of therapist, coach, men mentors in my own life. So I feel like I have some personal um, expertise as well as professional expertise. Uh, that's super. And uh, thank you for being um, th with that share with us about how you came to have a, such a passion and a purpose and that you're able to then share that with the world because it is a true gift when you have that experience yourself and then you're able to share that with others because it's, it just comes from the heart. And yeah. so over time, then you have come together with what you call core confidence. So explain what that means to us. Sure. 
Yeah, let me define that. And I'll start with, you know, a lot of times there's different fields. Some people in the business industry might be familiar with us talking about core competencies and how that translates, um, even in the kind of exercise or fitness world, especially yoga. Sometimes we talk about being strong from your core. And sometimes our core is our stability kind of from a physical fitness standpoint, that if you have a strong core, I was just talking to my mother-in-law this morning about doing stand-up paddleboarding. I have never done it, but I want to try it this summer. And she was like, well, as long as you have a strong core, you'll probably be fine. Um, so our core, I, when I thought of confidence, I really feel like confidence needs to come from our core as well. So that's kind of when we talk about our confidence, it's not something we want it to be really central to our mind and body kind of all the way to the core, because that's something that's very internal, not external. Um so I really feel like core confidence, if I was to define that for everyone, it's trusting yourself and feeling strong and secure in who you are, both inside and out, both kind of inside your body and outside your body in the external world. Yeah, I love that definition. Uh, I, I love Thanks. that, Dr. Yeah. Melissa. I, and I do stand up boarding. So I really do understand what yeah. you're talking about with that core strength. And if you're really feeling confident, you do mm -hmm. have core strength to be able to face the world and the challenges that we are presented in the world. And we are obviously presented with many challenges. And yeah. so, uh, I'm an ambitious person. And okay. in my younger days, mm -hmm. I was not a confident person, although I was extremely ambitious. And sure. So as an example, I moved to Dallas, Texas, and at a very young age, I had an opportunity to start wellness for hospitals. And, yeah. and at the very first of the beginning of wellness for hospital-based um, acute care facilities, and mm -hmm. I was only 27, and here I was an administrative director at a very young age. Now, I did yeah. not have the confidence to fill that position. But I walked into it, so I was very ambitious. So talk to yeah. us about that whole myth. Definitely. And I can, Tracy, very much relate to that. I ended up, um, I went straight to graduate school after undergrad and went straight through. So I was 27 with my doctorate in clinical psychology. And I remember starting to work. being, And so people were, they're like, how do you already have this degree? I'm like, well... It's working out. Sometimes I wish I should have taken a year or two off in between, but um, so far, so good. It's working out. Um, but I believe, so I felt quite young. I would kind of go into certain settings in my first professional jobs thinking, you know, I was actually at one point supervising somebody, a uh, um, student therapist that was 20 years my senior. And, oh you know, it took a lot of confidence to figure out how do I, somebody has a lot of more experience in this field, but I still am a, you know, I have the degree and they still do not. So I totally get that. I think there's a, there's a myth that if we have ambition and lots of ambition to take risks, to do new things, to grow kind of in our, whether you're taking risk, like climbing a mountain, whether you're taking risk in your career, like you did and I did, um, 
we have a myth that those people must just be super confident. They have no fears. They have no anxiety about it. I think there's a little bit of that imposter syndrome when, you know, people talk about. Um, and it's so it's a myth that all ambitious people are inherently confident. Um, ambition actually means you're taking risks. You're pushing yourself into areas of life that are new and different. So it pulls on the strings of you have to find confidence. But it means that's what I mentioned earlier about we might be confident in one area of our life, but maybe not the other. So as ambitious people push forward to try new things, diversify their ambition, push them in these new situations, um, they have to find new levels of confidence. So they have to grow and become stronger in new levels of confidence. Yes. 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 I, yeah, I totally understand that. I get that. So, you know, over a period of time, Mm -hmm. I gained greater self-esteem because I had much success in my career, fortunately. And then my, my self-confidence also grew with my self-esteem because of the successes that I was having. So talk to us about that relative to say IQ because I fortunately I did also get good grades when I went back and got my master's degree but it's not is it parallel or not or well I mean I think I you know we know that IQ and intelligence can be an important factor and can determine some levels of success but there's been some recent research that has come out to show that more so than a high IQ, it's actually somebody's strong confidence and high self-esteem tends to be a stronger predictor of success in life more than a high IQ. So sometimes there's many people that might have very high IQs, but I, and I actually have seen this in my practice where they struggle. I, I see a correlation um, between depression, anxiety, and a lack of confidence as well, especially anxiety. And so if people are struggling in those areas and they can't develop the confidence to believe in themselves to succeed, they're less likely to take risks to get to high levels, levels of success. Um, and people, we also know some of this research came out in looking at young children in school and in teacher settings. And I'm sure some people might be familiar with this, the idea that um, if a student believes they can do something, then they tend to do it. Right. But if they believe, right, right the power of positive thinking, some of this fits in here, too. If we believe we will do well, we tend to do well. If we believe we won't do well at something we don't do very well. I have a great personal story about this. I've shared with a lot of my clients over the years. Uh, After moving to Colorado five years ago, I had never skied. I grew up in the Midwest and I did my first ski lesson up in Breckenridge. And I was on the hill that morning, my first ski lesson and going through my head as I was trying to ski and learn, learn how to do this as an adult was, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. This is scary. I'm going to fall. I'm going to get hurt. And you know what? I did not do that well. <laughs> and so I broke, I broke for lunch, met my husband who was just off skiing on his own all day, having a blast. And I kind of said, hmm, I don't know if I really want to go back to the second half of the day. The hot tub was tempting. But I went back and I 
did, you right, we need to take um, our own advice and my own kind of expertise. I said, all right, what am I doing here? Because this isn't working. And so when I went back the second half of the day, you know, and I'm a big fan of um, realistic, positive expectations and realistic, positive thinking. I didn't tell myself what I mean by that. I didn't go on the mountain and say, I'm going to rock this or I'm going to be amazing. Because to me, that would be a little fake and it didn't feel as realistic. But I went back and said, I'm going to try my best or just try to have fun. Or um, I remember also saying like, um, you will you will learn this if you just keep to doing it. So things like that. And I'm not going to tell you that I like became a great skier because I did not. But I made it through the day. I did make it down the mountain very slowly. Um, so, so it definitely helped. I could see a switch. And I've seen that with the clients that I've worked with is that as they develop more confidence, they're able to kind of then access the things in life they want to do, whether that's relationships or growing in their career or just feeling more comfortable in their skin. Yeah, that is so true. Uh, my number one client is one who also suffers with anxiety and mm -hmm. confidence. Yeah. And it is, once they once the, the client accesses the resources within mm -hmm. and, and I'm talking about hypnosis now. Okay. And they, yes. Yeah. And they access those resources within and understand that the positive self talk and realistic it is very important, achievable. Mm -hmm. That they are able to then be so much more successful in life and achieve yeah. what it is that they really want to achieve. Totally. True. Right. So yeah. what has happened for you in your life is that mm -hmm. through your experiences and through your education, you have developed what you call this core system. C-O-R-E yes. is an acronym. It is. Okay. Would you like me to tell so, a little more about it? <laughs> I'm really excited to know a lot about it because I, I, I'm really with you on this. Okay. Well, so I've been developing the core system and using this with clients with, I'd say, some really great success. Um, and, of course, it can be expanded and much more. I'm going to give you the short and kind of version today. There's lots of parts to it. But... First, let's go over the acronym. CORE stands for the first step is um, creating a mantra. And if people are um, familiar with mantra work, mantras uh, can be really helpful with back to that realistic positive thinking about what is our self-talk. So I feel like I've, I do a lot of mantra work with clients in having them create a realistic positive mantra around whatever their goal is related to confidence or feeling more strong and secure in who they are. Um, so creating a mantra is the first step. The second step is orienting to the internal versus external. And what that one means um, is that many times we base our confidence or our self-worth on external things. And it, let me give you an example of this. How much money we have in our bank account. Uh, what kind of car we drive, uh, maybe what size of clothes we wear, what's our weight on the scale, whether we're married or in a relationship. Sometimes people very much will say, well, once I have this, that means I'm okay, or I'm worth something, or I've made it. 
And when people really do that, they tend to not feel really strong and secure in who they are. Um, Confidence needs to come no matter what. It's not dependent on external things. It's really something that comes internally. So this is getting clients to realize that and find some back to the core, find some internally based sense of self-worth. Sometimes I get a critique of this. Clients will say, maybe they have a goal. The best example is um, maybe somebody's working on their body image and they have a goal to lose, let's say 10 pounds. And they'll say, well, does that mean if I work on losing 10 pounds, I'm not allowed to feel good about it? They say, no, not at all. But the idea is we don't want to feel good about a number on the scale and say, okay, that's, oh, I feel good because I weigh this number now. Well, Uh but we can feel good about, I set a goal and I made my goal and I feel really good about sticking to a goal and accomplishing that. But I'm not, you know, I'm not worth something because now I weigh this number on the scale that I feel like means that I'm okay and the world will accept me. Do you see the difference there? I do. I do. I do. I think that when people really can see the difference, um, you know, uh, I found that to be really powerful. They kind of start basing their self-worth on something less externally based. So the next step would be connecting or reconnecting to the mind, body, and soul. And what I think I've seen a lot of clients that aren't confident or maybe they're struggling with some anxiety is that they've lost sight of that mind-body connection Um, We also know that, for example, exercise and moving our bodies can be really centering and grounding Uh and people feel more confident. I I can be a good example. Even if I exercise one day, I feel more comfortable and confident in my skin. Doesn't mean I've lost weight that day. Doesn't mean there's anything that, but I just, we know that when people uh, move their bodies in whatever way, whether a walk, whether a run, no matter what that is, that they tend to feel more comfortable in their skin and it also improves their mood to be more positive. Um, So a lot of people find different ways, whether it's exercise, maybe there's yoga, maybe stretching. um, Maybe it can be very spiritual too for people, spiritual uh, meditation, prayer, but definitely that mind-body connection I found is really important. Um, You know, yes, I did go to grad school and have the degree and, you know, we can get in our head and be very insight oriented. But I think that this body part is an integral piece that, you know, without that um, insight only does so much. So we need the body aspect as well. Uh And then the last step is I think this is the most important that I've worked on with clients is excel with practice. And what I mean by that is that this process is really never done. Um, it's circular and it means that we always have to be working on our confidence. I think if any of us look at ourselves as, oh, I'm done, I'm confident now, I never have to work on it again. Um, This is back to that highly ambitious individual because maybe you, I don't know, let's say public speaking was something you wanted to become more comfortable and confident in. Well, check, you did that, but now you have a new goal, right? So it means you still need to be working on this. And I've seen this in the therapy room with clients where um, just a few months ago, I had a client that we've done a lot of work around this. And she came in and said, I'm off track. And I'm like, okay, we obviously haven't been excelling with practice because they had, they were doing the mind body connection. They weren't working their mantra. They, they'd got off track. And so if you get off track, you can get right back on, but it means you need to keep working on it. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a little bit about kind of the core system um, and how I've seen it work. And I'm starting to use it with clients. That's excellent. Now, do you, are you trademarking that? Um, in process. Right. <laughs> yeah. Super. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the next thing I'd like to ask you about is uh, you're using it with your clients. Do you mm-hmm. have results that you'd like to share with us that you have seen um, putting this system in place? I can share um, results as far as qualitative results. I, I haven't right. anything quantitatively based, but um, qualitatively, I'd say, you know, one of the biggest phrases, there's a few things I want, I can share. One is that I remember a client statement, actually you could look at it as a testimonial on my website, a client who actually just referenced before and who had kind of got off track, kind of shared that they found that they had struggled with self-esteem and confidence and anxiety for all their life. And this was probably somebody in their mid to late thirties and uh-huh. said to me after some of her work that they feel like they had changed from kind of negative and self-deprecating self-talk to more um, motivating, accepting, positive, and strong self-talk. So that was in their own words, how they feel like this confidence, right, has has changed for them. Wow, Um, that's excellent. Yeah. So that's that's some of what I've seen. And then I've also seen where clients kind of will just say, I feel so much more comfortable in my skin. I feel like I never really thought I'd be able to do. Um, So people tend to be able to, I feel like, move through life much more Uh just smooth. And with the resources or tools, doesn't mean that they will ever get anxious again. But I've also found that when they do get anxious, they have a better kind of base or tool set to go to um, to get back on track or to kind of get through that barrier. I've seen that as well. Boy. That's really compelling um, results that you're sharing with us, that this core system that you have developed is really good. And I'm very happy to hear that you are putting your stamp on it with your trademark because it sounds like a really legitimate system that you have developed and that many, many people are going to be able to um, really make great headway with this. Thank you. That's my hope. I'm really (laughs) happy for you and your gifts. So, um, Dr. Melissa, um, Mm -hmm. this is your website to go to, correct? Dr. Gresner? And we've been referring to you as Dr. Melissa, but um, your website is drgresner.com. And then people can also find you on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dr. Gresner. And you have a community there. Yes. And if people go to the Facebook community later this week on Friday of this week, Friday, June 9th, I believe that is. Yes. I'm going to be sharing a tip sheet. I'll post it on the Facebook, uh, excuse me, Facebook page. It's a kind of down and dirty tip sheet about how to kind of develop your own mantra the first step in creating uh, creating a mantra in the core confidence model. So if people join the oh, Facebook wow. group, they're going to get that there. Awesome. I love that. I love that. Okay. That is really super. 
and so at by the end of the week, by the end of the first week of June, we'd be able to go to your Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Dr. Gresner, and we'll mm -hmm. be able to get the Hatu Mantra tip sheet. Super. Totally. That's great. Are there any other comments that you'd like to make to wrap up our discussion about the core confidence program? I think, well, one, a big thank you to you. Thank you so much. This was lovely. And then lastly is that people to remember, a lot of people will think another myth is that confidence, people just have it or they don't. And so there's three parts that I think I'd like to leave people with that confidence really is learnable. It's adjustable. And it's also capable of reconnection if maybe we've felt confident, but then we've kind of got off track. So confidence really is something that we can learn and adjust and reconnect to. Uh, I think that's really important. And I'm so glad you just brought that up. I, I do want to comment about that. Okay. I personally went through a major health issue in my life at age 41. It knocked mm -hmm. me off my feet. In fact, it took me out of life. And my confidence was shattered. And yeah. I had huge anxiety after that, after my brain surgery and sure. entering back into the workforce and dealing with everything that I had to deal with, with the outcome of my surgery and everything. Yeah. And it did, I was able to reconnect with my confidence and my self-esteem mm -hmm. and it, it did take time. So when people yeah. face adversity whether it be their health or in relationship or in mm -hmm. their career. In fact, I have clients who come to me for hypnosis when they have lost their job so that when they mm -hmm. go back out into the marketplace to do interviewing again, that they can be, uh, they can up their game so that they are ready to face that motivational interviewing again and can sure. do well. So, totally. yeah. Yeah, I love that you brought up that point. Okay, great. Yes. Yeah. So I we have a question that came in, and I'd like to pose it to you so that you can tell the audience the sure. answer. Do you do your counseling all face-to-face -face in your office, or do you do counseling online, or both? Um, say. Sure, great question. Currently, I do just face-to-face -face counseling and therapy. Um, it took me, technology is not, I'm, I'm learning. So that is something that I am going to be considering. It seems like it's become more popular. And I was able to figure this out with you, Tracy. So maybe I, you know, maybe I should get on the technology bandwagon. So I haven't been doing any Skype sessions or, or online yet. I am going to be rolling out for people in the Denver area a walk and talk program this summer, which I'm very excited about where I'm going to be offering walk and talk sessions. So meeting at a nearby park and doing the taking sessions outdoors. So um, that's something at least getting out of the office. I'm very excited about. I love that. that and that's the R of your program, the reconnect to mind, body and soul walk and talk. Totally. Yep. You got to right, right. If I'm going to talk to the talk, I got to walk the walk, right? So got to put it in practice. No pun intended. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah. Well, um, Dr. Melissa, thank you so much for being with us today. And I have gained so much from everything you have had to say. And I just love your program. And I, 
appreciate everything you brought to us today. You are such a gift to the world. Thank you so much. And I look forward to another day. We can have you back again. And okay. uh, this is it for today. Thank our audience for being with us. And um, have a great day. And remember the core program. And if you have any questions, please write them in. And we will get back in touch with you and answer them as you write in your questions. Thank you so much. You take care. Be well. Have confidence.